Hello and welcome to A Committed Life Podcast, Episode 20. My body's changed, but I can't always see it. This episode focuses on my struggle with my body image. Since bariatric surgery in 920 or September of, of 2020, my, my body's changed a tremendous amount. I'm down 315 pounds and this has brought a tremendous amount of visible change in my body and mind, but who I used to be is still deeply embedded in my brain and it can haunt me so deeply that it can distort how I look in the mirror and how I feel about myself. My mind tells lies to me and can try and destroy all of my gains. And I'm not, if I'm not careful, I can easily allow that old person to silence the truth. The new me is living. This struggle of accepting the new me, even when I can see it, has been something I didn't expect. When I decided to get bariatric surgery, I, I regularly, you know, look at the mirror now and and take time to look at the person that has lost the weight. But I can honestly say that I still see the 600-pound person I was on a pretty regular basis. I can only imagine that it's a bit of disconnect in my mind related to the lack of self-esteem that I had and the negative self-talk that I regularly engaged in prior to the surgery. And those feelings and perceptions were learned and letting go of them takes time. It's just like any skill that you learn, right? It takes time to learn it. And then once you do learn it, it becomes embedded. It's just like when you were a kid and you were working on your multiplication facts, right? And you memorized and memorized and memorized and learned them until they came automatic. Well, you don't unlearn those things. They're with you for a long time, right? Uh, and so I think that's kind of where I'm at with this. Now, <clears throat> this has been the source of such frustration for me as I, I try and navigate life. If, if I'm not careful, I can have what I can only refer to as a bad day. And when I mean bad, I mean bad. For me, I've always dealt in extremes. So when I have a bad day, it has a tendency to become a valley so low and negative that I can't see the light. Sometimes this feeling can last for a few minutes, but in the most extreme cases, it can last for days or even weeks. And these lows were usually treated by me with food and alcohol and that and that's no longer an acceptable option but i've caught myself getting loose with my nutrition and that can drive me deeper into the valley of self-loathing and negative thoughts and i've talked about these vicious cycles that we go through before when we when i've talked in my podcast and even in my morning messages the rational person would say, just look at yourself and how far you've come. And that should keep you in check, right? To look at yourself and say, oh, look at me. I've lost 350 pounds. The problem is when it comes to food, I'm not rational. When it comes to looking in the mirror, I don't always see that what I should see. So I see that 600 pound me in the mirror. And all that self-doubt comes back. And I don't hear the positive voice in my head speaking my mantras. You know, when your commitment is greater than your feelings, you get results. Or don't quit, can't fail. I hear that voice that actually tells me things will never change. That I'm just a fat loser. This vicious cycle all starts with me not seeing the change in my body and not feeling the confidence I've already built in myself. <clears throat> the brain's a funny thing. It's so powerful 
particularly when it comes to our learned behaviors and our perception. I can only hope that I continue to grow and overcome and learn to see the new me every time I look in the mirror. And I hope it continues to get better. But the bottom line, the real truth of it is, I don't know. I don't know when I'm going to be to that point or if I ever will, but I keep striving for it. So originally, this was going to be the end of this week's podcast. It was going to be short and I was going to end here, but I've had some difficult moments in the last 48 hours. And I feel that that what I've experienced this week needs to be shared in part because it does kind of go along with these things, but in other reasons, just to get it off my chest. So I've struggled with some extreme sadness. I'm moving to a new town and a new job, and I'm very excited about this. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. But it's created a sense of guilt inside of me that I've, I'm going to be leaving some people who are very hardworking and important to me as mentors and friends and colleagues. Now, I know in, the, in this age and in this day and time, we are, we're going to keep in touch, right? We're, we're going to have, you know, text. We may phone call occasionally and we're going to be, you know, we'll, we'll exchange um, messages on Messenger or Instagram, whatever. You know, we'll, those things will happen, but they're just it's just not the same. And I can say that there, there are people in my life each day that have made going to work a joy and have been a source of motivation each day. They've made my life better and more full. Some relationships are going to bring sadness because they changed over time, and I'll not have the opportunity to rebuild those bridges like I'd hoped. And I'm sad because I'll not see some of my favorite people, particularly my executive director of First Impressions every day. Now, if you don't know what that is, that's a secretary. Um, but my secretaries have always been outstanding and, and the one I have now is terrific and, and she makes work fun every day. So this sadness has affected my appetite. I've been sick to my stomach and I've, I've wanted to eat everything I could see and would eat too much and get sick. And, and this was a reminder that even though I'm doing better, even though I've had this surgery, even though I've lost 350 pounds... and I've given up alcohol and nicotine, I still have to work on myself each and every day. You know, there's been times where I've just not wanted to eat it all either. But, you know, I don't think those things are really my appetite talking. I think it's just my brain trying to comfort myself. So, this journey I'm on is just as much, if not more, mental than physical work than the physical work that's required. Your body doesn't play tricks on you, but your mind will mess with you over and over and over and over and over and over again. It will. You know, just like when I don't see that, you know, I don't, I don't see the person I am now. I see the 600-pounder, right? That's the person I see. That's the person I see. So... And actually, I, you know, I didn't quite weigh 600. I was, you know, 579, but I round up just because it's easier and doesn't sound as goofy. So anyway, that's, you know, your mind messes with you. It plays tricks on you, right? And I, I had a moment tonight that I've, I've never experienced before. My wife and I were out to eat in a Mexican restaurant, and I was excited because I didn't have to cook, and I, I, I like a good Mexican dinner. So we sat down, and... Immediately, I had a shift, um, and it happened so quickly. It was a shift in, in my feelings and how I was thinking. It happened so quickly, and it was such a strong shift. I was truly and utterly shocked. I mean, truly and utterly shocked. 
the menu was set in front of me and I became a statue almost. I, I couldn't really turn the pages. I couldn't process what I wanted. And it took me 15 or 20 minutes to order. And when I ordered it, I ordered something I never ordered and didn't even want. Because this, the, the, this, I, I was just in such a state. And so um, I, I, I had become fearful of the food. And at the same time, I, was, I, was, I had become deeply depressed. And it was so bad that I wanted to just hide under the table. I mean, I managed to eat two bites of what I ordered. And at that moment, food made no sense to me. For weeks and months and, and over a year now, really, you know, working on going on two years, food's main focus has been fuel. I couldn't see it. And the hunger I had had dissipated. And so I was in a state of experiencing something I never had. I was confused. I was feeling this depression. And my mind was now racing and reflecting on how I wanted to spend my last day at work. Like I was transitioning to all these thoughts so quickly. And, and, and if you're a fan of The Office, the, the show The Office, you'll understand my next reference, right? I wanted my last day. I wanted, I wanted my Michael Scott goodbye. I, I, I don't want the fuss, right? Like Michael wanted to just, it was going to be easier for him to just say goodbye the way he did. They all thought he was leaving one day. He was going to leave a day earlier. That's how it was going to be. And I didn't want the fuss. I wanted to do it on my terms. I wanted to avoid the the tough goodbyes. I'd always wanted it that way, even before I saw Michael Scott leave Scranton in the office. It's just how it works for me and how I get through it. And when I think about it, my first job, I didn't do that in, but my second job, I definitely did. So that's, that's how I kind of feel. So my reflections you know, wandered into different areas and they wandered to, to the stress of the change in my routines and the challenges that lie ahead that for days prior I'd been excited about. I was no longer reflecting. Now I was awfulizing. Okay. I was beginning to awfulize. I stole that word from Jimmy Cassas, Jimmy Cassis. I, I was focusing on all the negatives and not thinking about things in the positive or in the affirmative. This crippled me. I mean, during supper, it crippled me to the degree that an overwhelming sense of dread and despair was, was bouncing around inside my head, heart, and soul. And this feeling can have, the, the, have a tendency to linger, like I said, for days, weeks. But this time, I, I was saved. I truly felt fortunate. I was saved. And I wasn't saved by God, but I was saved when I looked to my left or looked to my right, and there was a family of five. And they were eating. And the smallest member of that family was a tiny, blonde-haired little girl. And she turned around in her eye chair and she looked at me with a pretty little smile that only a baby can give you. And you guys know the smile I'm talking about. And I began to smile back. And I began to mimic what the baby was doing. And you know when you do that with babies, how they get excited and they giggle and they, they do more stuff and you mimic it. And they, that, that laugh of a child is just tremendous. So this was another fragile moment in time that reminded me that I was not invincible, that I was not cured, that I may never be cured, but I had a new set of skills to pull me out of some dark places. And I also had a curly little blonde headed baby on my side. So I just had to use the skills that I had. And if the moment was too big for those skills, I needed to find something else to help pull me out of it. Now, I'm far more aware of my emotions and feelings than I've ever been. And I'm more reflective because I've lost this weight. 
And I'm focused more on positivity, on giving up that alcohol and that nicotine and and my commitments now. And, and like with the, the physical routine, I keep to challenge myself. And they've sharpened my senses. And they've given me the ability to be more present in my life. Right? And, and so even though I, I may not be cured, even though I have these tough days, I have these moments where I can be grateful for what I have. I ha- and, and things are better. So I've got to learn to focus on those things more. But it really comes down to a couple of things. You know, uh, if, I, if I don't quit, I can't fail. Dr. Gilbert's talked about that, you know, recently. And then it comes back to my other thing is that when your commitment is greater than your feelings, you get results. And at every turn in the last 48 hours when I've struggled... I've at least made that effort at some point to reflect and try to learn from it and move forward, right? And not allow my feelings to slow me down. There are days where we're going to be overwhelmed by feelings, and that's okay. And we're going to have to fight back some serious emotions. But we've got to remember the results we want to have, and we've got to stay committed to them at all times. Have a great week. Hope this helps somebody out there. I, I, I kind of got off base a little bit but when you really think about it, all these things tie together and uh hopefully we can continue to grow together have a great week